is the Equity Experience Podcast, a space created for every educator or school leader who is authentically pursuing equity and inclusion in their classrooms and schools. I'm your host, Dr. Carla Manning, and I welcome you. Good day, good day. Thank you for tuning in to the Equity Experience Podcast. I'm Dr. Carla Manning. I'm excited to be with you today. On today's podcast, I want to share with you some considerations, some strategies, some recommendations for you as an educator or as a school administrator when working with LGBTQ students, particularly LGBTQ students of color. So in honor of Pride Month, I'm excited to share with you all some resources because one of the ways that we can build inclusive classrooms and school districts is to take into account the experiences of our LGBTQ students, particularly our LGBTQ students of color. So I'm going to share with you a blog, and this is from the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network. And so I'll be sure to share the link of this blog in the show notes. So I'm going to read some parts of this blog in its entirety to give you all more perspectives and information about how educators can support LGBTQ students of color. All students deserve a safe and affirming school environment. More than 20 years of GLSEN work and research proves that supportive school staff, inclusive curriculum, gay-straight alliances, and comprehensive and enumerated policies help to improve school climate, academic achievement, and student well-being. When working with LGBT students of color, there are a number of additional concerns that should be taken into consideration. It is crucial to see students through a holistic lens, one that recognizes and tries to understand the complex identities and experiences that shape each individual. The following considerations are meant to help you think more deeply about the experiences of LGBT students of color and their needs. It is not an exhaustive list, but one that was created in hopes of inspiring additional thoughts and questions amongst school staff. All right, so here's the first consideration. One, we need to talk about it, okay? We need to address and discuss the presence and experiences of LGBT students. Here's the need. LGBT students of color face multiple forms of oppression in their lives and may feel isolated and or invisible at school. Challenging all forms of oppression and empowering students and staff begins with recognizing existing issues of bias and facilitating open dialogue about how these biases affect others. Bringing these topics out into the open allows for healthy and productive opportunities for students and colleagues to ask questions, share their own personal feelings and experiences, and learn from each other. What is the challenge? In a school setting, discussing issues of prejudice, discrimination, and oppression can be intimidating. You may have concerns that by bringing these topics up, especially as they relate to your students, you do more harm than good. It may seem like you are opening a can of worms or that you might lose control with challenging student responses, potentially angry parents, and unsupportive school leadership. So what are some recommendations? One, reflect on your school climate and culture with colleagues, paying close attention to the experiences of LGBT students of color at your school and how institutional oppression and individual acts of bias and prejudice may impact them. Two, talk about anti-LGBTQ bias, racism, and other forms of oppression with students in your school. Ask open-ended questions in the classroom, allowing students to share their thoughts and personalize their feelings and experiences. And three, develop discussion groups with other staff in your school 
where you can talk about and work through questions of diversity, challenges regarding bias, and strategies for engagement. All right. So a second consideration when supporting LGBTQ students of color is to affirm complex identities. Here's the need. All students benefit from learning environments in which they are seen as a whole person and where their various identities, experiences, abilities, and needs are taken into account. LGBTQ students of color, like all students, are not a monolithic group. They represent a diverse range of race, ethnicity, religion, community, and culture. Even within a particular ethnic group, student experiences may vary widely. Also, LGBTQ students of color may feel conflicted about acknowledging all parts of themselves and struggle in their efforts to combine their racial, ethnic, religious, cultural, sexual, and gender identities. Here's the challenge. The identities and needs of LGBTQ students of color vary widely depending on their environmental context, access to resources, experiences of affirmation and discrimination, sources of support, etc., You may be unfamiliar with the nuances of your students' racial, ethnic, religious, cultural, sexual, and gender identities. Additionally, you may feel that you lack the resources to meet the needs of such a diverse population. Here are some suggestions for affirming complex identities of LGBTQ students of color. One, step out of the box and search out opportunities to experience cultures, traditions, and communities different than your own. Take on the task of becoming culturally aware. Work to recognize and challenge your own personal biases and misconceptions. Two, learn from your students and their families. Ask questions about their cultures, traditions, communities, experiences, and feelings to ensure that your behavior is respectful and inclusive. At the same time, ensure that these conversations do not tokenize or place the full burden of explanation on students and their families. And three, Acknowledge the fact that each student comes with a unique personal story instead of experiences. Seek to affirm each aspect of their identity and model in a way in which they can do the same for themselves. All right. And here is a third strategy to take into consideration when supporting LGBTQ students of color, and that is to partner with external resources. All right. Number three, to partner with external resources. So here's the need. While your school has the obligation to serve each student as comprehensively as possible, it may not be possible to provide the entire social emotional supports to LGBT students of color within the school environment. You should know which outside agencies to refer LGBTQ students of color to for support that cannot be offered within your school, and you should know when it is appropriate. Here's the challenge. Referring students to an outside agency for support can be a challenge, especially if you are not familiar with the services offered within your community or their culture and or language. You may also face resistance from school leadership. So let's try this. And so here are some recommendations for partnering with external resources. Number one, if a student expresses the need for support within a racial, ethnic, or religious community that you might not share, Reach out to colleagues or community leaders of a similar identity. Invite them to be a source of affirmation and support to the student. Number two, reach out to the school counselor, school social worker, and other school staff who are familiar with youth service agencies and can assist you in making a referral. And then three, contact your local LGBTQ center and ask for specific programs aimed at reaching the community your student belongs to. 
So again, this information comes from the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network. So you all, thank you for putting this very, very helpful and resourceful guide and document together. It is so important as educators and school leaders that we take into account the experiences of all of our students, all of our students, but particularly our LGBTQ students and particularly our LGBTQ students of color. When we are talking about inclusion, when we are talking about inclusion in our classrooms and districts, we have to think about inclusion in the aspect of gender and sexual orientation. So thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope this information was helpful for you as you work to build equitable and inclusive classrooms and schools. Again, the copy for this podcast is available in the show notes. Again, the link to the original information shared in this podcast is available for you within the show notes. So thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Equity Experience Podcast. We are delighted to share this information with you here at the Equity Leadership Group. Be sure to check us out at equityleadershipgroup.com and make sure to subscribe with your email address for our free weekly newsletters. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Equity Experience Podcast. I've been delighted to share this information with you. Until next time, be well and be blessed. Take care. Bye-bye.